Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hola, everybody. (laughs) What are you doing? Welcome (laughs) to this week's episode of the Overflow Podcast at theoverflowpodcast.com. As always, my name is Joaquin. And I'm Jake. And we are so happy, happy that you uh, are here with us in this moment, we got a lot of stuff to cover. Word. A lot of things have been popping off left and right. Word. We might not get to it all, Word. and that's okay. So, Word. Um, as always, what up, Jay? What's going on? Um, changes. Uh oh. Jay's finally becoming a man. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this nice beard that I was able to grow overnight. Wow. Overnight. I, th- <laughs> I think Jay started growing that beer on January 1st, 2018. 2018. <laughs> and it's not even like, it's still stubble. Nah, um, yo. No, I, I told you, like, changes at work. Right. I got a new boss. I'm on a new floor. Right. Like, a lot of a lot of stuff happening. A lot of newness. At the workplace. Workplace. Oh, okay. I walked in today with a box of donuts from Tip Top. Ooh. For my new team. Of you and... Uh, no, no, no. It's not just... <laughs> you and what's his not, face? Not, not just Dean and I, but like the new team that we're connected to. Well, it's not a new team because we work with them. Right. But not... On the same floor. Not on the same floor. And, <laughs> At the and, same time. And, and not directly. Right. Like normally I would have to come downstairs and deal with them. I mean, right. I'm, still, I'm still an art director, but now I'm the only art director left. Gotcha. So now they got me with... The assistants that help out, right next to them, like right, oh man, right next to them. So I just so now, know, you can, now you can pop your head up like a gopher. Hey, well, no, because there are no walls. Oh, okay. They're, well, they're they're low walls. The desks have low. So I got to do like back in uh, back in school. Remember, you used to take the, your folders, your binders, and you put up the little walls. <laughs> you be like, hey. I had I had giant monitors. You remember? <laughs> <laughs> well, not in, not in middle school. Oh no, no, I'm saying that. I'm talking about at work. At work, I have giant monitors. They act as the wall. But, um, but no, I came in with a box of donuts, you know, from Tip Top. It's got to be from Tip Top. Oh, yeah. It's our favorite right? donut place. Um, and I was like, hey. I haven't had a donut from there forever. I, I haven't either. I brought the box, but I gave it to I, them. I smell them. Right? Like, I gave it to them. Um, I was like, here you go, everybody. Donuts. You know, new week, new, new week, new right. Jay, right? Because normally I'm upstairs, and I'll buy the donuts, but I buy it for, like, the team of, of other directors. Right. But that's it. Like, everything is split. So, right. right. Well, dude, well, like, it was so funny how, how how fast, like, they got up, got a donut, and they're like, oh, these are fancy donuts. It's like, nah, actually not. But, you know, I'm glad you like them. Tip Top. We love Tip Top because- like, uh, <laughs> Somebody came to me and said, Jay, if we didn't say it on Friday when you were down here getting your desk ready and everything, right. we're going to say it now. Welcome to the third floor. <laughs> Thank you for being here with us. Nice. It's amazing what donuts will do. And to say, and to think that I bought the donuts as, it, it was as a, 
whose ass <laughs> whose ass am I gonna kiss? I'm the, I, I I'm, don't, I don't I'm know. the art director. Well, but you want your underlings to love you. This is true. That's all I'm saying. But but the deal is um I did it more. I mean I did it because I wanted to bring them donuts like a like a like a nice act. <laughs> right. But uh, or an act of good virtue. Whoa. But I also wanted to cover the fact that I was like almost an hour late because <laughs> of because of traffic and the bad accident on seventy five. Oh, yeah, that would do it. It's like, hey, um, really? First day and you're already late. Look, and here's donuts. Here's donuts. You start like you should have just walked in and just started throwing, just throwing the donut holes out. <laughs> you get a donut. You get a donut. <laughs> You'd be like, hey guys, I got a secret. And I, and I also I also brought in a box of um, Bustelo K cups. Oh, okay. Because my area now has got a fancy little Keurig. Oh, uh, you got a Keurig. You know what I have in my little area? <laughs> what? A Mr. Coffee. Nice. Like the remember, well, the, I don't like, know if like you, here. Like the one we have here. Yeah, Except yeah, yeah. this one's the smaller yeah. one. I took mine to work. Oh, uh, okay, cool. Right. And so uh, uh, I'm hoping with the next week or so to get a bigger one. I prefer the get Mr. Like coffee because you can make a pot, get like a 12 cup. For everybody, you can just come back. Oh, it's just me and, me and the guy I work with. That's it. Yeah, but I'm saying like instead of just the K-Cup, because the K-Cup is, 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 oh, is counted. All right, so, so, all right, so, all right, so um, for all y'all listening, I have to get this out of the way. Dun, dun, dun. Have you seen Hamilton, what, Cuisine Art? Cuisine Art? Cuisine Art? Cuisine Art. Whatever. Anyway, I believe it was them. Cuisine Art. They have a coffee machine, right? That's a, that's, it's a. You know, regular, like a coffee pot and everything. Like a drip coffee? Right, like a drip coffee, like regular, like a regular coffee pot. But then right attached to it is for a K-cup. No, I didn't know that. Right, so that. it's like a hundred, like 200 bucks or something, right? Because it's because it's cuisine art. Too much Cuis- money. Cuisine art, cuisine whatever money. it's called. Anyway, Too much money. who cares? The point is, Too much money. Hamilton Beach right. has their version of it, 78 bucks, 80 bucks. Right. And you can get them at Walmart. But I'm like, I'm, I'm lobbying because I'm like, I would, I would. That's amazing. I would love it because sometimes I don't want to make a full pot. I don't want to go through all that work. Right. You know. You yeah. can. Yeah, and it. and it comes with a little filter, so you can put your own. Oh, nice. So you can put your own. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we can put the bustelo. You can make your cup. Quick, quick. Drink, drink. Do you know See, what I'm saying? That's the one thing that I liked about the Keurig, the old Keurig that we had. Is right. That, like sometimes the back in the day Keurig. I just want to get when, when coffee for myself. That. Nobody else wants any. Right, I just go and make my own cup. So that's what the so the Hamilton Hamilton Beach is is both. So you can make the big pot if you got guests, yeah, or if you just want to make the one or the two, you know, just kind of throughout the day, without having all the fuss and muss. Yeah, so I mean, and it's like seventy eight bucks. That's that's Hamilton Beach. If you're listening, I'll take one. You can sponsor us. I'll take one. (laughs) Um, but yeah, you can sponsor the Overflow Podcast (laughs) or Cuisinart or Bustelo. You could also is it Cuisinart? What is it? Cuisinart or yeah. Cuisinart? I no, don't Cuisinart, know. I don't know. If you're listening, we'll take yours instead. I think it's Cuisin, Cuisin, Cuisin. But um, <laughs> Cuisin, Cuisin. One plus one is what? Uh, let's see. Oh, yep. It is. It is. Cuisinart? Yeah. Nice. Um, if, if the internet. If my internet. Yeah, it's... uh. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, look, it's like co- twelve cup coffee maker and single serve brewer. Yeah, Cuisinart is always expensive. Look at that. And th- this is on their site, one ninety nine ninety five. Damn. And it's not cheaper, any cheaper at um, 
At Amazon. Like at Amazon. But Hamilton Beach has has their, a, version. A, their version of that combo. And Walmart had it like last time I lived like $78.95. Did you check Amazon for it? I, I, I think Amazon's was more. But um anyway. So all right, so that's uh, all things coffee part of the podcast. Um <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right, so yeah, so Jay's a lot of changes going on, a lot of stuff, anything. That, that and the fact like I told you, um so at home now we're doing Polish Saturdays and Spanish Sundays, right? All right. So didn't, that's didn't where, know that. That's where that's where Magda only only speaks Polish to the kids and I do the same thing in Spanish. So to to help me I started playing El Chapulín Colorado on Netflix. They have like cartoons. Right. What is El Chapulín Colorado? It's a red grasshopper. For those for those that don't know what but what is it? Oh, it's wow. It's an old show. We know what like it is. When we were kids, it was an old show, but it was live action. When we were kids, like, it, was it, was a re- it was it was reruns. <laughs> yeah, even then it was reruns, but it was but it was live action. It was live action, the guy in a in a the suit in like a homemade superhero suit yeah. and a big old mallet. And he had a lot of one-liners, a lot of funny one-liners, and he was supposed to be like the like the world's greatest superhero, but he was actually really afraid, and things just just happened to fall into place for him. Right. <laughs> but but still, it was live action, right? and it was like an old guy too. Right. That's true. But anyway, now now they have it, the same old episodes, but in car in cartoon form for kids. Oh, okay. And it's on Netflix, so I started watching those with Bean. Just like, uh, well, at first I, I started force, forcing him to watch him with me. Right. Oh, you got to sit here and watch it. No, you got to say, no, this, Papa used to love this cartoon when he was a little kid, right? Now he asked for it. Now he now he's at a point where he's like, Papi, I want to watch uh, Chapulín, <laughs> right? Because he can't say Colorado. No, he says Champulín. Champulín. Champulín, nice. whatever, right? But, like, he loves it. Oh, nice. Like, he loves it. Now he, he asked for it. He'll sit there and he'll watch it. He'll try his hardest to say, no contado con mi astucia. <laughs> but he does say, sigame los buenos, which is hilarious. Uh, my boy. But yeah, there's, you know, those things. All right, cool. Any, any legacy stuff coming up? Oh, so much legacy stuff could be dipped. Well, on the management side, legacy management finally has an IG account. <laughs> I, 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 I know they started following me. I was like, deny, deny, deny. I don't know these people. I caved because lots of big things are happening, that's, right? Like, that's not true. I follow everyone that the, follows me. The Baron is um DJ412 is on Winter is Jam. on the Winter Jam tour. Yeah, I was like, what? Right? Yeah. Kind of I was surprised. You know, I was like, wait, what? He's on the Winter Jam tour. He's on the Winter Jam tour. That's dope. It's a, it's a big deal. Uzo's about Uzo's in Australia right now. And he's about to go on tour with Drew Becks. Oh, okay. Right. Um and there's a 12 city tour. I just confirmed the contract today. Um, a few gigs for for What Up RG, and he's about to headline his own tour, right? Um, there's a lot of stuff going on. And then um, we didn't do a a Legacy Nights this month because there's a lot of transitioning going on with the artists, with the singers, the worship leaders. Oh, okay. And um, so we're gonna have one next month. Okay. Right. We have um, a date yet? Um, the I want to say the eighth, February eighth. Okay. Yes, February eighth. All right, right, and I, um, I, I, and 
this week I'll be visiting the Strand to take a tour of the Strand and talk to them, see what it looks like to hold our first like major legacy nights. All right. Worship night at the Strand in Marietta, Marietta Square. All right. And you have a tentative date for that? I do not. I want to go visit the place first because if it makes sense, sound technically, you know, all the technical stuff and with all the money stuff. Yeah, I think that would be the the biggest. Because, I mean, mean, the Strand, you know, they were known for, like, holding Christian concerts, like, all the time back in the day. Like... I didn't know that. Yeah, like, Third Day, like, like, I mean... All the time, so it's a, it's a, it's not so much. Is it a good place to hold a concert? It's <laughs> how much and getting it filled up. You know, because I don't know how many seats it has, but it's got to have. I would imagine it's, no, no less than five, maybe. Yeah, it's it's a little less than five, a little less than five. So but, it's yeah. But so the great thing about it is, whatever the price is, it includes sound. It includes lights. Right. And it includes um, like people to be there and work, and also on weekends the parking deck across the street is free. Is that is that still is that still the case? Because yep. I, I remember reading um, not too long ago that they were looking at that changing. So no, it's still the case because I <laughs> I, I double check. There's a church that meets in the Strand Sunday mornings, right? At ten, and I spoke to the pastor there, and he was like, "Yeah, the best thing about you know being able, being able to tell people to come here on uh, Sunday mornings is that the parking deck is free on weekends." Right. So like, he told me that was like a few weeks ago. I talked to him. So yeah, yeah. Like I said, I was, so, I was no, no. I, remember, I was. We spoke I, about that. So you told yeah, me that. But I was that's, reading about that. That's so why I asked him, and he was like, be, "No, no, it's it's still free for on weekends. It's got to be double, so, triple checked." I think that's um, so you show up. It's like yeah, it's free. Why are people paying for parking? Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be me standing out there charging people. <laughs> uh, not part of legacy. Yeah, um, you know, you do that. You don't. You don't collect. Uh, you don't collect offering because uh, no, no, you still you collect. You still collect offering. That's my. That's my side hustle. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, that's, that's my side hustle. Um. Oh, that's dope. Um. All right. Cool. So there's a bunch of other stuff. Uh, this, I mean, uh, but, 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 but Bean's birthday's coming up. Uh, he'll be four. Oh, I'm not ready for that. So that's fun. It's it's on a Saturday Sunday day. We're not quite sure yet. We're gonna get that fixed up. You say uh, that on the podcast, like like people that listen to us are invited. All right, you guys are invited. It's on a Saturday or Sunday, <laughs> but we're not telling you the date. You got to figure that out on your own. Um. Uh, but the address is the. <laughs> Nineteen fifty five Cypress Creek Road. <laughs> um Cypress Hill, Cypress Hill. Uh insane in the membrane. So <clears throat> all right, so there's a couple of stuff I want us I want us to kind of hit real quick as we as, as we jump into um what we're gonna be talking yeah, about. I don't see the, I don't I don't think I don't think Hamilton Beach makes one. Yeah, they do. I just pulled it up. Oh, did you? Yeah, I'll send it to you later. Um Oh, I found it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You can pay a hundred bucks with the with, for the thermal the thermal carafe, and it's a hundred bucks. That's still a hundred bucks less than. Yeah, I saw that. Than cuisine, cuisine art, cuisine art, cuisine art. Who knows? Um, all right, so let's go ahead and get the kind of the two things that we always uh, like to. I'd rather have the thermal carafe. Right, that's what I'm saying. A hundred bucks, still a hundred dollars less than the other. 
Um, so today's trailer. No, so let's go with today's trailer. We're gonna start off with today's trailer. Uh, it's a movie we've talked about. We we mentioned, but we're mentioning it again because it drops this week on digital. Yes, and as you guys know, we uh, on digital and on the app. Oh, okay, on digital and on and on the app. Uh, the physical copy is still a couple of couple of weeks away. Correct. Um, it's the sequel to Death of Superman. Death of Superman. Um, animated the second, mo- the, the animated movie Death of Superman. Death it's of Superman. Sequel not to Superman Doomsday. And not Superman Doomsday. Right. Which was years ago. Years ago. Right. This they made is a the new sequel one? to Death of Superman, which came out last year. This right. is the sequel to Death of Superman, which <laughs> came out again. last year. And it's called Reign and of the it's Superman. It's called Reign of the Superman. Now, if you remember when Superman died in the comic books. If you read the, the comics, same thing happened, right? And it was the death of Superman, right. and then right Superman afterwards, dies, Doomsday like wrecks his it life. It was um, it was they came out with a bunch of like uh, um, a, a bunch of comics, diff- in right. different in different, different titles, Superman to, that came in to step like to take Superman's place. This was the first introduction of Superboy, Superboy and as Steel. the clone, and Connor Kent and Steel and the Eradicator and Hank Heshaw as. Cyborg Superman, which confused me when I we were watching Supergirl, and Hank Henshaw turned out to be the Martian, the Martian Manhunter. Uh-huh. Right, that's come. I was like, wait, that's not right. That's not right. <laughs> um, but I right, so I, it comes out on digital tomorrow, I believe. Um, so it'll be out on digital this week. If yeah, you so if you're into animated that's, movies, that's into the, the animated, thing. it comes out on digital, and it comes out on the DC Universe app. So if you have the app. As I do, as Jay does, <laughs> then you'll be able to see it tomorrow too. Be able to see it tomorrow, so that's that's a good thing. So I know what I'm doing tomorrow night when I have to put the kids to sleep. I know what I'm. I got things to do. Tomorrow. I got things to do tomorrow. Um, so uh, check it out. Like I said, uh, you know DC. Uh, you know uh, the animated movie. The DC animated movies are, are so amazing, bonkers. Like there are more good. There are more good. More you good. Said that. Was that? You actually said they're more good. They're more good. No, there are more good DC movies than <laughs> DC animated movies than bad. I'm having I'm struggling with English this week. <laughs> by the way. Of the DC, let me try this again. Of the DC animated movies, many of them <laughs> All right. are better. DC makes better animated movies than regular movies. Right. Even though Aquaman hit a billion. Yo, Aquaman was dope. Though. Aquaman hit a billion. Aquaman was, said, what, 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 what? Woohoo! And Aquaman got, got displaced from first place this week by the new Kevin Hart movie, The Upside. Or the really? Up, the Underside. Yeah, The Upside. The Upside. The Upside, yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Which, I mean... Impressive. You know, uh, Aquaman had, has had a pretty good run. Well, so. from, from what I understand, this isn't your typical Kevin Hart movie. So no, it's not. It's based on a French movie, which I saw. Right, isn't really it, good. Isn't the French movie? The, the French movie is on Netflix, right? It's like uh, the Untouchable. Sure. Yeah, and and it's an R-rated movie. I don't remember. Yeah, the French movie, the the French movie is R-rated, but I don't remember there and being anything that was R-rated in that movie. Yeah, it's probably just because it's French. And I think it's called The Untouchable. Yeah, it is called The Untouchable. Very good. The French movie is very, very good. So um, if it is on Netflix, you're on Netflix, go watch it. It's really good. And as far as I remember, there was, I think it was might have been rated R because of language. Yeah, probably. I don't remember probably. there being any, any um, uh, like, nudity or sex stuff. But it's, it's 
a while back since I watched it. So, Rain of Superman, check that out. And then this week's this week's uh, song of the week, um, I just ran across it earlier today. I really liked it. I sent it to Jay. Um, he concurred. I concurred. It is called 814 by Isla Vista Worship. I like how you say Isla Vista. Isla Vista Worship. I did that on purpose. Because I always like to say Isla Vista, and you're always like, it's Isla Vista. And then we get into this whole thing, and I'm just like, whatever. Um, it's uh, California Spanish, so it doesn't count. Um, so <laughs> so, so uh, check it out. It, there's a lyric video. The lyric video is very dope, I thought. So we'll have it up. You can check the song out. Um, 814, uh, Isla Vista Worship. Um great song it's got a, a really cool kind of like n- almost like 90s like uh 90s like neo a, soul like a 90s neo funks neo vibe. neo really soul pop yeah it's just it's very dope it's like it's definitely a song that you could crank up and, and really just play it loud because it's it's um if that's really thing. fun um <laughs> all right so so and if it's not your thing uh it needs to be because if it's wow, not your thing then make it your thing um all right so uh you know what we're gonna skip all right so we're gonna i'm gonna i'm just gonna say this uh oh that's what we're doing nah nah you know what <laughs> nah let's skip that one that was that one's too easy all right so there's there's, <laughs> there's two things i mean it is this is, we're just gonna be like whatever yeah word um so this is an article on church leaders that well, came, came you know, out today. Hold on. Thinking about that other thing, it's like, I never heard of any of his movies anyway, so he doesn't matter. Oh. <laughs> so um, now we got to kind of talk. So the, basically, the the one article we were going to talk about was this, this Hollywood director on Twitter whines about having children. And so this uh, conservative commentator by the name of Matt Walsh kind of went after him on, um, oh, you've seen his, you've, you know what movies he's done. Warcraft, the movie Warcraft, which is based on the the, the video uh, the video game. I didn't see Warcraft. I, I, I mean, never, I, I never was, played the game, so I I was I had no attachment. I, to I it. watched it because his fantasy was dumb. Um, <laughs> his big movie's Moon that he did with um, it's got that actor that's really good. It's a good character actor. I can't think of his name. No one cares. Wait, Moon with the guy from New York. The guy from New York. Yeah, I'm trying to remember his name. Can you, can you, the redhead, the ginger? No. No? Okay. No, no, no. Can you narrow it down? (laughs) The guy from New York. Like his name, like I just brain farted his name. Yeah. But anywho, the the guy complained about, it's a weird thing. He kind of complained about having kids. He didn't complain about having kids. He complained saying like that his kids are horrible, that they suck, and that. And they they probably they're, do. They're crappy kids that he wishes that they didn't exist. Sometimes he yeah. Sometimes he man. Whatever. Nah, it wasn't so, like it wasn't even like a sometimes. Because as a dad, you know, we all get that sometimes. I don't because I, uh, I hate kids. I don't, but, have, I don't have my own. That's why like, I don't have kids, dude. Like he went off. <laughs> but anyway, kidding. I don't hate kids. I love kids. Whatever. I love kids. Whatever. Whatever. No, I love kids. No, I know that. I'm talking about. Uh, the, no, I'm just saying. I just said I hated kids. I don't want people uh, thinking yeah, that, that I hate kids. Uh, I hate your kids. Nah. I love my kids. My kids are. You know, invisible, invisible, non-existent, non-existent kids. kids. Never well, very well behaved. Very well behaved kids. My kids, very well behaved kids. My kids make make Sebastian look like a monster because <laughs> they're so well behaved. <laughs> I love Sebastian. So well behaved. Sometimes, yeah, boy. sometimes you gotta like look around because it's almost like they're not. They're in not the room. even there. <laughs> they're so quiet. 
just so well behaved. It's like, hey, the kids hey, are oh. so quiet. Yeah, my kids like to play by themselves. You know, they're the little introverts. <laughs> uh, anyway, but um, yeah, so it, it's kind of a it's kind of a dumb controversy, really. What's funny is that Matt Walsh kind of went after him, and and then people went after and Matt people Walsh. went after Matt Walsh, and there's a whole like thing. always. I think people go after Matt Walsh just because because he's he makes Matt it Walsh. so easy because he comes hard. Yeah, he does. All right, but this is this was really the more interesting article. So um, I sent Jay this article because um, I thought it was cool. Since we're looking at 2019, uh, today we're going to be talking, you know, we're going to have a continuation of kind of what we've been talking about as we're stepping into, you know, as we, as we keep moving forward in this new year. Um, and the article is from Church Leaders called Five Disruptive Church Trends That Will Rule 2019. Disruptive Church and Trends. And it was, it was interesting. Now, what was cool was, you know, what was funny was that the guy kind of qualified some of his statements. He was like, this is my observation. Like, and he even said, he's like, don't come after me or whatever. This is my observation from going around preaching. But uh, some, but the five things are kind of making, to me, they kind of make sense. So the first one was uh, charismatic expressions of worship will grow out, will grow while attractional churches. Of church. Churches will... Um, of charismatic expressions of, of church. church will grow while attractional churches will continue to stall out. And basically what he's saying is that, it, you know, and I think this is so true, right? Because we even saw, we even saw studies like, or, or, or not studies. Um, uh, what do they call the when surveys? They, surveys. Um, they kind of were pointing in this direction yep. anyway. Yep. Yep. And basically the, the point is that um, it's not about charismatic theology, but it's about worship being about worship. You know, people connecting to worship, participating in worship, 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 <laughs> worship. <laughs> you know, preachers speaking from the, you know, speaking to the heart, like preaching heart, not speaking just head. to the heart, not just head. Um, uh, and then congregations that actually engage each other and the mission, not just people who randomly assemble. And it was funny because I like for me, you know, that is, that reminded me of like influencers, right? Because influencers is a big church, but you know the the you know for being a bigger church they really you know people engage with each other it's not just right. um it's, it's it's not like when i went to woodstock city where it felt ooh, like where it felt like you just that. like you just went right like i walked in nobody said anything to me i walked out ain't nobody said nothing to me so there wasn't that engagement right wow well, that's the way i but i only went once so i mean you know that was just my experience for one day. It's the reason why they say first impressions count, right? Um, but people, you know, but that goes to the attractional thing, right? People like kind of a lot of people like that, right? Because they can just kind of go and come because they don't have to engage. And so one of the things he's saying is that this is changing, right? People want to engage uh, more and more. So these churches that are just about being relevant and trying to attract people. Uh, are going to be going yeah. that way. What's the second people one? People want to connect. You have the second one there. Online church will evolve to become a front door and side door, not a back door. Uh, this one threw me threw me for a loop because we've had these discussions. Uh, yeah. Matter of fact, we talked about we uh, talk Judah about Smith. When, Judah Smith's app. Uh, app. Um, that I that I have. <clears throat> I went through puberty again. That I have. Like I have it. Again? Uh-huh. And I have it. I have the notifications on, whatever. And I gotta admit, like I, I am amazed at how much interaction goes on in this app, and how full it is. And when I say full, I mean like feature full. So it's not just okay. It's not like <laughs> this isn't me. Like, 
like taking shots or anything. Like the Elevation app, right? The Elevation app is informational, so you can go and you can see the um, the, the sermons, sermons, right? Right, and you can connect to e groups, but um, the Church Home app, every day you get like a a devotional. Oh, okay, right from Judah Smith or his wife. You have a prayer room, like a literal prayer room, where people come in. A literal, you can go in there. You can go in there in, into your phone and it says physical. <laughs> A literal, you, uh, no, but it's literal. It's literal. But listen, <laughs> but you have like an actual prayer room where people put in their requests, and then people are there typing out prayers, okay, right, and encouraging, right? There, it's, it's a uh, bot. It's an AI bot. <laughs> <laughs> and then the the groups, like the church home groups, um, you can find by zip code, by city, whatever. Are there any home groups around here? No, of course. And then not. we and should then, start one. And then you should, and then you can actually like. Meet people in there, right? You meet people there, and you connect there, and then you go and you meet somewhere Try in real to meet life, somewhere else in real life, right? And, and you hopefully could, they don't murder you, right? <laughs> no, because it's you. You meet the group. You don't meet like one on one. You meet like the entire group. So you find everything. You interact in the app. Yeah, they call a bunch of crows a murder. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying. You, you um you interact within the app, and then you go to the actual group, and then you get to meet these people, okay, and connect and do life with them. Okay, I, so I think it's very. So, so it might be on it's that. Very, on it's the, very impressive. It might it's, be on it's, the, it's at the precipice. It might be on the tip of the spear as right. to what what he's talking about here, and right. the idea it that, is. and the idea that people um, before it was, you know, if you couldn't make a church, if you couldn't make it to church, whatever, you would pull up the, the church oh, oh, oh. The video and just then, to hear. And them. then it always like, oh, the lobby is open. Hey, come and say hi. And it, it reminds me of like the old school chat rooms. Okay. With without the you the, know send the perverts <laughs> <laughs> without the perverts and the right. weirdos. Um. Uh, yeah, so that's what he's talking about. Well, now is it's now is, is that somebody comes to your church, the you know, there's a good chance that the reason they're coming is because they've already checked you out through your your portals, through your online portals. And so, right. in in that sense of being a front door, I want to go to church. Oh, this church has. Let me watch their preaching or whatever. Let me listen to what their preaching is like um, before they step in. I thought it was kind of neat. I, I definitely gave me a different way of looking at it. So. Um, I thought it was pretty. Number three was um, along lines with number two. Churches uh, and more organizations will begin staffing online, like it was a real thing. So you're gonna start having uh, online pastors. So like what Jay's talking about with that app. Um, I'm imagining if you wrote on there, like I'm, you know, I feel like killing myself today. That you know, you probably have an actual pastor reaching out to you. Hey, yeah. you know, a counselor, right? Hey, Hopefully. How, how can I, you know, how can I help you? You know, um, I like number four. Now someone's gonna encourage you to. Mm-hmm. Number four, consumer-centered approaches to church will continue to lose momentum. Yes. And what's what's that? What's a consumer-centered approach, Jay? Me, 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 me. My, 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 my. Right. So uh, in, in the article, so this is this stems from the 80s, right? So when you had like Willow Creek, because Willow Creek, Willow, Willow Creek up in Chicago is really the first wants to do this where they kind of apply to more consumer like um we're gonna what can we what can we provide to bring people in right so people right. will come like shopping so that's kind of the mentality what programs what right. outreaches what you know right to attract fancy to attract, things can we put on our to, window yeah you know, to attract people in now that's not to say you know because a lot of people did come to god in that way but like anything what starts off kind of as a kind of maybe a good idea uh, it ends up morphing into, right, something that isn't 
uh, beneficial to the body or beneficial to people because now, right, uh, it, it, it falls into when people go from church to church and it's like, well, how come we haven't found a church home? Well, they're, they don't, they're not meeting the things I need. Which is how, right. and then, which is how we look. That's how we buy a car. Right. And that's then the, how we buy the houses. thing is, the thing is that now, with the internet and with apps and with streaming and all that, it's really easy for you to nitpick, you know, right. with the tool, with <laughs> with the device that's in your hand, right? Like on my phone, I've got Lifestyle Christianity with you know Todd White. I have the Elevation app. I have the Village, right? You know, Jesus Culture. Right, podcasts, all that. There's so, there's so many things that that church home app. That, but the church home app, I'm just studying. Right. So yeah. So I mean, that's the thing. So the idea of, of consumer Christianity, um, you know, being a you know being a, a approach where, you know, churches are marketing to you, and what happens, right? You marketing, you're being, you're cool, you're relevant, you're, you're hip, you're like, oh, we got the coolest worship guys come, and like. And like listen to our worship music because it's the coolest worship music or whatever, and it's not about right. engagement. Yeah, yeah, it's no connection. Uh, and then number five, um, uh, which was, it was interesting. I don't know. Uh, I don't, I wasn't quite sure what to think about. It was number five, Jay? You got it there. Yeah, you will no longer be able to get away with a bad workplace culture. And. Uh, I, I'm not quite sure what to what what to think. I mean, I don't, we're we're not staffed. In, this this one felt more like for people that work in churches. This is the way I kind of well, point out. I kind of took it. Pointed out, you know. I mean, with the whole Me Too movement, remember? Right. Like then, like people started talking out about like all the stuff they suffered at church, mainly right. women. Right. right. So well, unless you're in the Catholic Church and it was mainly boys. Yeah, but they weren't a part of the Me Too movement. Right, that was a that was a, this this priest rape me movement. I don't know if there was a name for that, but like a lot of women were talking about how, well, like that one pastor, right, who like um, was with the little girl, but then he didn't get fired, right, because he confessed it to the church. Oh, I not not little girl as a younger, like a teenage girl. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really remember, remember the the name. thing of it, but like it was like, oh, he didn't get punished. Nothing happened to him. They applauded him for his bravery by saying it. Before it came, before it came out, but then they, they like attacked the the woman who confessed, right? It, right. So like things like that won't be tolerated anymore, right? Well, I mean, and and even he even talks about just toxic culture, not just in that. So, um, I, I like what he says. He goes, while sexual safety, dignity, integrity at work are a given, the bad culture problem runs deeper than just sex. Too many church leaders. Who, who lead people in the name of God, create a team culture that feels nothing like the kingdom of God. Right. Arrogant leadership, selfish manipulations, office politics, gossip, and deceptive maneuvering have killed far more cultures and harmed more people than you can count. And I thought to myself, is he speaking of all churches or just Spanish churches? <laughs> all churches. Because I've seen, seen that Shots fired. No, that's, and, ev- that's everywhere. That's everywhere. And non-Spanish churches. Yeah, that's everywhere. I mean, um, uh. <clears throat> I just say Spanish just because that's what Jay grew up in. Because um, <laughs> I've seen that. I grew up in mostly American churches, and I, you know, I've seen that too. Um, like I said, all this has left the body count of people who say they're not done with God, but they're done with church. And so we 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 know those. We've run into, we've run into a lot of those people, right? Where they're like, well, well, hey, you know my issues with the church, with the church. So um, he's air quoting. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm air quoting with the church, and so it's um. So that'd be good. I think. I think that. I think that that's a good thing. Maybe. Maybe some. Maybe now people will start kind of stepping up and calling out those things uh, within within their church, right, uh, bodies, so that it doesn't kill the church, so that it doesn't end up harming more people than um, uh, than helping. I guess I don't know. I don't know how to kind of finish that thought. But anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so that's it. So, so that was just an interesting article. It's church leaders, five disruptive church trends. I uh, will have Jay link it up on the website. Um, I think it's a good read for everybody because um, it's, got, it's got some good things to um, uh, to think about. Uh, all right. So with all that, Jay had an idea. He posted a little video shooting that I uh, shouting out that idea I on IG. I did. I did. So Jay, what you oh, got? Oh, what you oh, got? Oh. What was your idea? Right, what you so got for out. us? This um, <laughs> what you what you thinking about, bro? No, what we have learned applies to so many veggie tales. But no, real chalk, real chalk, real talk. <laughs> I think we shouldn't have eaten those chicken wings before. Uh, <laughs> or that is just no, my my English problems have been going on for a while. Um, so during church on Sunday. Um, the pastor said something. I don't quite recall what it was, but um, I leaned over to Magda and I'm like, you know, oh, I think it was, I think it had, no, whatever. I don't care. I didn't know over to Magda and I was like, yeah, but you know, but what about your soul? And then um, in, in running with everything we've been talking about, about starving the fear monster and about not putting on resolutions in 2019, but rather right. letting go of things, right? right? Um, in that frame, in that frame of thought, I was thinking about detoxes. Like, just like the thought, the detox came into my mind. Right. How nasty detoxes are. Right. And how... Not and, my detoxes. And, and how Mine pain, are delicious. And how painful they are sometimes and right. how, you know, whatever, right? And then... I just want to say my and, detoxes and then, involve meat. And then the way Steaks. I continue the way I continue thinking, right? Um I thought about, well, you know, you know, we 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 do detox for the body, we do detox right. for the mind, we do a detox. Everybody talks about the detox for everything. Right. But what about well, what about your soul? Right. Well, especially, right. Right, especially why, why not a spiritual detox? Especially in the New Year's, right? Because I have I have a couple of cousins that are big into like the vegetarian vegan right stuff and three days and they're always like hey guys want to join me for a three day you know yeah. drinking beets and and um yeah. and uh, beets and some green sludge yeah, beets, beets and kale you know uh. to 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 detox our bodies from all these toxins and uh, my sister who's the scientist the biology get pert gal you know she's just like rolls her eyes roll so hard they almost pop out <laughs> her head you know Cause it's like, uh, you know, it's like, I'm like, well, don't eat for 24 hours. That'll detox your body. And, um, yeah, but we, because we think that we're cleansing, right. We're cleansing. Right. That's why I say my detox is the best. Cause it's all involved <laughs> steaks. But, but, but it's a, but it's a real thing. Like everybody goes crazy yeah, with, you know, cause it's like to lose weight with all these detox. Yeah. The toxins and you want to cleanse your body weight and, and lose blah, weight blah, blah, and whatever. Yeah. And, you know, balance, whatever. Right. And, and, and I'm like, well, why is there not like a spiritual detox, right? Because it's so messed up when you're a pastor and you're in a in a church under another pastor. But like my, I just got into this whole 
like um this I just jumped on a train and just right. w- went on this ride, right? Cuz I'm like, you know, bad relationships, bad um friendships, right? Right? Bad experiences, things that we see that we allow right. to come into our eyes, bad come into users. our ears, oh, no. right? Things right. that we say, like even the anger that we express sometimes. Right. Right. All these Mine things, is righteous, but right. <laughs> <laughs> all these things, like they they leave a mark. They leave a mark on your soul. Right. They, they, they penetrate. They penetrate right? our souls. Yeah. So a couple of weeks ago, um, and when I did some introspection, right, Ooh, with this whole fear monster thing, nice right? Word. And like I did this whole Twitter thread, right? It's my first my first Twitter thread ever. And like talking about like mental health and emotional health and spiritual health um, on a personal level. And, and I'm thinking, right? I'm thinking like, you know, there is no way, right? There's no way that I can let go of those things if I don't confront those things within me and be proactive and intentional right. about ripping them out. Right? right? About ripping them out. And I'm using an old Pentecostal, an old Pentecostal thing that they used to talk about all the time about, you know, oh no, it's in, in Spanish. No, you gotta you gotta like pull it out from the roots. Those things are leaving roots of bitterness, roots of this, roots of that. Right? Everything right. in Pentecostal church has it's, a root. It's a root. But but it's or, true. Or it's a demon. But it's true because <laughs> these things grow they do. And they infect you and they infect and and they 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 form <clears throat> in how you see the world they form in how you build and make relationships right. and they also form in how how you see how yourself you, how you not only see yourself but how you see god right right how you see god we see god and we see our faith through a lens of all these things right rather than just seeing god right so like you know like people who have Bad relationships with their father. You can't tell them, well, God is like the perfect father. Dude, you don't know what, I don't know what that's like. My father was abusive in whatever X, Y, Z way, right? So you say, you say, you tell somebody who has had an abusive father in their lives that God is the perfect father. That's not going to like do anything for them. It's not going to win anything for them because they're still hurt. And roots of anger and hatred and bitterness and hurt in their hearts. So you gotta you gotta be able to. You need a soul detox. And we all, I feel that we all need a soul right. detox. A lot of people are fasting now, right? Twenty one days of fast, like it's almost like a given. Every Christian church in January has to do a twenty one day fast, right? Every church, all, and it has to be in January. That's true, it can't be in any other month or any other time because no, it's not always cause in only because January is the only time that it's the beginning of the year. <laughs> right. Jay, Jeez. January is the only is the only month. Or like, separated uh, from or fasting. they do like um, like Chris Pratt's doing the Daniel the Daniel fast, and so so it's just fruits and vegetables. Just fruits, yeah. He's doing the Daniel fast, and so that's a very first of the year kind of yeah kind of thing too. Right, that was hilarious. So. Why, like, why, <laughs> why do we not like confront ourselves, right, and do a soul detox? Like, I, I think, I think, I think the problem with the idea of a soul detox, as far as why we don't do it, is because we'd have to face things about ourselves mm. that we'd rather not face, or that, or that maybe, or that maybe, um. 
I mean, it's a combination of things, right? It could be, um, it could be that we've we've become so comfortable with whatever this deficit is in our lives that we've kind of just accepted it, right? So we're just mm-hmm. like, well, this is who I am. Uh, and and it might be something that it's it's not who you who you're meant to be, or it's not what you're so meant to be. So funny you say that, right? So funny you say that. Right, when I when I have those, right? When I, when I prayed last night, right? I was I was praying last night. And um, and I'm just like just praying things out and talking to God about myself and how how I'm I'm trying I'm right all this soul detox stuff and I'm like more introspection more taking a look at myself and ripping right. things out and um <laughs> and one of those things was you know that I put myself out there even in the church and even whatever as first and foremost as you know. This guy from New York who experienced X, Y, Z, you know, right. from the projects, from the right. streets. Did, from New York, right, dog. Right, from New York, sold drugs, did all this stuff, right? And that's what I, and that's what people see first. That's why, like, I, I, I still mean mug. I still, and, and it's all a defense mechanism, right? right. And it's all, uh, it's, Betty, it's all the image that I give people of the old me, right? So if, if, right. if, if, if I... If I have been transformed by Christ, right. right, and I have been made new, and the old <clears throat> is dead, the, the old is dead and gone, behold, everything has been made new, then why am I still hiding behind the old me rather than allowing people to see the transformed me? Right. That's right? true. You know, that's now I'm thinking, of, no, because when you say, right, no, I'm thinking about it, and in, and in what you're saying, right, it just struck, because, um, you know, because you'll, you'll say things like, um, you know, well, hey, you know, I'm from New York. I'm yeah. from New York. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's, it's funny. You, that I mean, I'm I'm just saying, like, as you're saying it, it's like oh, that makes that mm-hmm. makes sense. It's because if you go, I'm from New York, that's your shield. So then people are like, oh, he's from New York. So they'll either stop pressing or the, or they'll just be oh, like, he, oh, that's just uh, a New Yorker. He's right? from he's from up north. That's oh, that's, that's why the New York way. That's the way he. Or is. I say, oh, well, you know, you can't you can't be from New York and not have th- thick skin, or you can't. Yeah, no, dude, yes, all right. I'm from New York, but you know what? The old me is dead and gone. Behold, God has made all things right. new. Jay's dragging around this carcass that he keeps throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, but it's not just me. Like in Walking Dead when they would put they would put the skin of the zombies. Right? So the zombies so they, so they could walk through the zombies. Dude, but yeah. that's what we all do. That's so true though. Right? Yes. We we all do that. We all do that. We want to be right. identified by we right. we want to say that we've been that we've been made new in Christ, right? right? But we want to be identified by who we were and not allow people to identify us by who he's made us. Right. Right? And 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 that's toxic. That's toxic because it's like you just said, you're carrying around a carcass. You're carrying around the right. remains of the, the dead and yeah. pa- and gone you. Yeah, you've skinned your old you and you're carrying that skin around. Rather than like you're like Buffalo Bill from uh, from <laughs> <laughs> right? skin. Rather ah, than 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 being identified and being known and being seen by the new creation that God has made you, right? And that's why Jesus died on the cross so that you can be redeemed and be made new, right? And we don't. It's like, why am I doing that? Why? Because it's safe, right? right. Because it's familiar, right? Right? It's familiar. It's easy for me to just be like, yo. Yo, yo, get away from me, son! Right, rather than right. be like, "Hey, you know, talk to me. Let right. me let me be 
Right. Let me let me be transparent. Let me be vulnerable and right. tell you about all the things that God has done. Right. Right. <laughs> let me smile more because right. you know the joy of the Lord is my strength. Right. And, and right because it because it's right. I mean, and and I and obviously right. We you know, I, and I speak, I speak this out of my own experience. Right. So, but it's 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 easy because when you're like, well, I'm from New York, so we're using your example. So like, I'm from New York, so I'm I'm a certain way. Yeah. I portray myself a certain way. Yeah, that's why, ex, you know, these guys don't want to connect, or that's why. So it, it gives us, it gives us a um, a built-in excuse mm-hmm. for why things maybe don't work the way we want them to work, right? Not the way God wants them to work. Maybe we, but I mean, you know, we sabotage ourselves. Not only that, but right? we we allow people to say those things about us. Right, and, and we're, then and, and we're then, happy about it, and yeah, and and give us an excuse to not connect, right, right, to not be vulnerable, or to say like, yeah, that's right, you know, that's why, that's why, because I'm from New York, that's why it's not going to mm-hmm. happen, or or whatever the whatever the whatever the um, but it's funny the New York thing because every New Yorker you meet, right, that's like a that's like their shield, uh, Christian and non-Christian, right, every New Yorker you meet, um, you know, I always like you know, um, I always say like every Northerner, right. Uh, whether you're from New Jersey or from Massachusetts or from New York, like if you're from the north, that's kind of a shield, yeah. right? Where it's like, well, I'm from, I'm from Jersey, you know, you don't know what it's like in Jersey. I'm from Jersey. This is how we are in Jersey, and it's like, I get it. Like that's that's your shield. What are you really like? Not, but not, right? only, yeah, but not only that. Okay, that's your shield, but that's who you were. That's who, you, especially if you're right? a believer. That's who you were before Christ. Right. You were all those things. And all those things identified you, right? But now you're a new person, right? The old is dead, right? So you have been transformed by the renewing of your mind. So if your mind has been renewed, then why are the old thoughts and the old identifiers right. sticking around? Why are right. you holding on to the old thoughts and the old identifiers? Right. Are you, or even just what's weird, right? Because maybe not might not even be the old thoughts, right? Because in your your thoughts might be uh, for lack of a better way of saying it, it might be good, but it's but your identifier right is but, still the old right. So I, I mean the old thoughts like you know, well this person hurt me, right right. So the way I think is all people like them right that's are why gonna hurt me. That's why I don't like New Yorkers right. So all New Yorkers hurt me. Or this 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 girl. Lie to me. Don't talk to me about it. Right? This girl, yeah, I'm abusing you. This girl lied to this me. This is not about me. Right? Jay. This girl lied to me. So I'm right. not going to talk to girls that are like her or look like her right. or whatever because they're all, they're all liars. And so I don't talk to girls because they're all liars. You all right? Are you happy now, Jay? I'm are you happy? happy? I'm happy. It's not a breakthrough. You've been, you've, it's the truth. You've been, you've been, har- <laughs> you've been harping on the whole New York thing. So. It's not a, yeah, Jay's like, oh, you're starting to hurt my feelings. <laughs> I'm from New York, dog. I don't have feelings, but you're hurting them. Um, well, that's the thing. If you pull up the list, right, uh, the first thing kind of falls into that. Realize that everything counts. Um, and so, all right, so anyway, so as, as Jay was talking about, so um, he was talking about, you know, you're, you're detoxing, you're, this idea of um, you're, you're, you're beginning to take things away. So he found this article. because he, So he, he thought to himself, you know, hey, let me see uh, if there's anything out there about, uh, about detoxing. Now, I'm talking because Jay, Jay had to step out to, Use a little man's room, and that's right. I just called him out. But Jay found this uh, great little article um, 
called uh, 10 Ways to Detoxify Your Soul Right Now. And um, and as we read through it, uh, and, and as we read it and read through it, we're like, wow, like this is this is some good stuff. This is some good stuff for us to to really keep uh, keep that keep that movement and keep that um, uh, what's the word? Uh, mo- not motivation. Uh, that uh, dagnabbit movement <laughs> momentum to momentum. keep that momentum. Throughout this year, because this is the year I, I was, you know, and Jay sent me this detox is, you know, detox, uh, 10 ways to detoxify your soul right now. I was like, you know, I uh, I looked at it and I and I started texting him. I was like, man, uh, you know, 20, 2019 is is going to be like the year of, you know, uh, the, the year that we just like we're killing stuff. Right. Um. Yeah, so like, so I started. I said, "Are, are yeah, these are slogans? Our slogans not, for 2019? 2019, it's not already dead thing. Yeah, 2019, new me, dead monster. <laughs> you know, uh, 2019, this year I don't grow, I hunt. You know, the idea of of getting rid of these things. So, so he found this ten ways to de- detoxify, which comes from a book that was written by um, Craig Groeschel. Craig uh, Groeschel. Now, what's funny is the book was written in 2012. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but it's funny, but it's interesting that even that long ago, we still don't talk about this kind of idea. A lot of these different points, we all have heard at some point in our Christian life, right? Uh, but the idea of putting them all together and saying, like, these are the things that we need to kind of really start start rooting out. So the first one was to realize that everything counts. And this is what it says. Absolutely everything that you allow into your mind and life has an impact on how you grow or don't grow spiritually. The little choices that you make every day add up to a significant effect on your soul. So take your everyday decisions seriously. And that's kind of what Jay was talking about, right? This That mentality of, well, I'm from XYZ. I'm from this place, so I have to behave like I'm from this place. That is a daily choice that we make. So um, whether, true, whether it's me saying all women lie or whether it's Jay saying I'm from New York. So true story, right? I um I called up my DJ Michael um earlier today. So and I and I asked him, I asked him, you know, you know. How you doing? Yeah, well of course. But there's a big age difference, right? You know, he he's like twelve. He he introduces me to people as like his spiritual dad or whatever. So I always check up check up on him. And he's like, but never call me. But then but then I asked him, I asked him, you know, as a as a twenty something year old, how do you see you know, going to God for all of your decisions, right? Right. Because as a 45-year-old, it's it's something that, that is a little easier for me, right? But unlike a 20-something-year-old, I'm a little more fundamental in, 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 in my faith, right? Right. So... A little more fundamentalist. A little fundamentalist in my faith. And he was like, <laughs> and he was like you know... You know, I, I think I think, you know, like believers my age, you know, we know what faith is and having faith in God, but I think we're more like we 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 grew up under Christian parents that prayed and prayed and prayed a lot and went to God to for advice or for direction for everything, but stuff still didn't work out or stuff didn't pan out. So we can't so it's more like, you know, we take that experience where we pray to God and we ask but we still, while we're asking, we're doing those, we're, we're doing those things, right? So, we're, mm-hmm. we're, you know, we're jumping up. We're jumping on those things and we're doing them. 
And I was like, okay, so when they blow up in your face, is do you get mad at God because, hey, God, you didn't help me when you didn't wait for him to respond, right? Because right. you just wanted to, you know, all right, God, I let you know, but I'm still going to do it, right? Right. So, and, and, and in this thing, and he was like, you know what? It's like, I, I never even thought of it. Like, you know, you're making me think about all of my decisions now. And I'm like, that's good. That's good. Because something else, something else that came to mind last night as I was praying was, you know, a lot of times you want to, we want to do things for God, right? We want to do things for God, but we don't do things for God, right? Right. So we want to have ministries. We want to have impact. We want to have influence. But, right, we want to do all these things for God as far as all these things for the kingdom, but then we don't want to do, like, the intimate things for God. We, want to, we don't want to come in and, and ask him, hey, you know, Lord, can you lead me into all these decisions, right? right? I have all these desires, right? We don't want to come and just... We don't want to pray, right? We don't want to separate time to like seek his face, to read his word, all these great things to show an intimate relationship with him right. because, you know, for us, you know, we don't realize that as this thing says that everything counts. Right. right? Every everything little decision, counts, right. right? Every decision, every thought, right? What is, I think the scripture says that we to surrender every thought to him, right? right? And, and, it's, and it's not that we're bad Christians, is that we're bad in a relationship with God. Right. And that and that's the thing, right? Every little choice, right? Little choices every day. So the choice of um and this is something like me and Jay talked about trying to even for us to try to 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 be better at, right? You know, like every little thing like getting up and thanking God for the day. That's a choice. Yeah. Right. It's a little choice. Right. But well, what happens when you make that little choice, right? You begin the motions to something different, right? Getting up and uh, and I know Pastor Ashley one time was talking about, you know, he'll, like the first part of his day from when he gets up to when he goes to his office, he's just listening to worship music because he's putting himself in that place of worship, right? Uh, you know, worship uh, of God and, and with God and to God. And he said, you know, he was like, it helps to set his mind for his day. So his day's already begun in a different mindset. I'm going to steal that from you, Pastor Ashley. Right. Um. So... Yeah, so so little choices. So what little choices funny, are you right? making? But not just in faith, but little choices in life. Little choices I like to say that, like you know, like uh, well, you know what? I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to live healthier. So do I? So do I get the garden salad or do I get the French fries? Right. Mm, French fries. Oh, I love French fries. <sighs> French, listen, I will take pizza, dump a bunch of fresh cut fries on them, fold it up, and eat it. Love it, but. Is that the choice I need to make, or do I need to get this nice, you know, juicy steak with a salad and, and broccoli? <laughs> you always come back to the steak, though. Because steak is the best. <laughs> it's, it's de Dios, as we like to say. So, but it's choices, right? It's the idea of, of choices. Even those little choices, how we react to our coworkers, how we react yeah. to our bosses, how we, those are the things that build our day. How we react. Friends, our spouses. How we react to when something our, happens. I'm our, the worst at that. Our interactions with social up. media. So yeah, so realize that every little choice we make counts. All right. The next is identify the lies that have deceived you and replace them with the truth. All right. So and we can just is, pretty much stop. That we're done for right, the We're night. done. Right. This is it. We're done. This let is going to be an eight-part series. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let me read what else it says. It says, "Examine your life for toxic behaviors. What you do that harms your spiritual effectiveness or distracts you from God's purposes for your life. Right. Toxic right. emotions." Feelings that lead you away from God's truth, 
and toxic consumptions, media you consume and people you spend time with. Ask God to give you the wisdom you need to discern which of all those are toxic to you. Mm. Right? Mm-mm. Yo. Mm-mm. Yo, you know, you know what, you know what the hardest thing about this is, right? Is that um, a lot of these young believers, they feel that, and, and it, it, it's almost like a the the mentality of the abused, right? Or right. like stock, like spiritual Stockholm syndrome, Ooh. right? They feel that they need to be I just trademark that, right? They need to be around toxic people, right? Because by being around toxic people or having friends that are toxic, right? They're being a light. Right. Not not realizing that toxic kills, right? Toxicity kills. Right. Right. Being close to things that are toxic kills. If there's a toxic spill in a nuclear power plant, nobody sticks around because, you know, oh well, I'm gonna you know, sweep it gonna up. See yeah. if we can clean it. Oh, I want to see the three eyed fish. Right. No. They are told that they have to leave. Right. They have to abandon and that special, area. And you need special gear. To come back to clean the toxic spill uh, when, um, or whatever it is. When um when the I was gonna say tidal wave, but what is it? Tsunami. The tsunami hit that place in Japan, right? That it affected uh, fu- the Fukushima. Fukush- Fukush- Fukushima. Yeah, Fukushima. something like that. Fukushima. Right. Um, I have friends that live close. Not like super close, right? Right, but, but close, close enough. But close enough that when it happened, <laughs> I reached out to them. Like I reached right. out to them, like uh, a college friend and his wife. I reached out to them on on Facebook. Like, hey, Hiro, is everything okay? Are you all right? It's like, yeah, Jay. Like, you know, like we're we're close. We're not close enough to the power plant where it of where where it's affecting us, right? But you know, thanks for checking up. You know, it's like, all right, I'm going to keep you guys in prayer. Right, like a week later, hey Jay, um, keep praying for us because now we have to like we have to leave. Right, right, we have to leave our house and leave the area. Right, the 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 toxic everything is is growing and it's it's in the air where right. we where we live. Right, so we have to leave. So that's the thing. Right, if 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 things are toxic, like in the in the physical in the natural, right, it's affecting you in the spiritual. I, right. I I've always said this, like 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 on earth as it is in heaven. Right, yep. things. That are in the spiritual reflecting the natural and vice versa, right? So, no, it is not a smart idea. It is not a smart idea for you to keep toxic friendships, right? Right. As when you're a child of God and you're trying to seek more of God, because these toxic friendships will pull you away from God. Right. Things it's, that are, it's like things it's, that are toxic slowly poison. Right. It's like being an alcoholic and saying you go to the bar so you can help other alcoholics. <laughs> right. Right. Um. Yeah, you might help one, but but over time, you're the one that gets, you're the one that's gonna that's gonna end up changing and and, and reverting back to right. your old behaviors. Or the example I remember as a kid, you know, it's like, um, you know, uh, you see yourself as like you're standing on a chair, and you think you're gonna pull this person up, right? But the reality is, if you're standing on a chair and someone grabs you, right? You're gonna pull. They're gonna pull you down more than you're gonna pull them up, mm. right? They've got the leverage. They've got everything because you're not in a position that is stable to be able to pull anybody up. Yeah, that's dope. You know, and so that's a dope illustration. You know, and so and so that's the thing is that, you know, toxic behaviors, emotions, and consumptions. And I, you know, me and Jay talked about consumptions the other day about cutting back some of the things we watch, not because well, the, not even because we, they were bad things, but they were just time consuming. Right. And they were taking us away from just even engaging our surroundings. Dude, 
right? You know, people, so when that happens, then that's a toxic like, thing. People don't know. Like, um, we we record the podcast every single Monday, right? And there are times that I come here straight from work if I'm late. Like, right. if I leave work late, then I come here straight. And there are times where I don't come here straight, right? Although I can, right? But the 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 trade off is this: I can come here, I get off work, come here, come straight here, and just joke around and BS and 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 waste time with Kenito, right? Or I can go home, I can bathe my kids, because this is what I do: I go home, I I, I help in bathing the kids, but the highlight of going home first is that before bedtime, I get the, the children's Bible. I read a story from the children's Bible to Bean and Sonia, but she doesn't understand anything, right. right? I get to pray. We pray together. and We pray the Lord's prayer together so he can learn it, right? And then we, we play a little game and I put him to sleep, right? But the best part is that I, I get to read the stories from the Bible right, and see his face light up. And then I ask him afterwards, hey, so what do you think? What do you think God is telling us, is teaching us from this story? Right. right? And just to see him fascinated and answering me and like knowing, like he understands and he knows what's, what it is, right? It's, it's amazing. And I can't, I can't trade that. I can't trade that for anything. Right. But if I'm going to use that time instead to be here and joke around and BS or whatever or be somewhere else and waste time, then... I miss out on that. Right. I miss out on that. And that is everything to me every night, every night, every night. Whatever I have to do, even when I have meetings, like sometimes I have meetings during weekdays. I said, well, it has to be like after eight. Let's make a meeting for nine o'clock, 8 30, 9 o'clock at night because I have to go home to tuck my kids in. I have to go home to make sure to see my kids to sleep. Right. I, I have to go home and I got to. I gotta read. I gotta read Bible stories to them. Like this is right. This is my thing. This is what gives me life after a hard day's work. <laughs> so yeah. So you know. So the idea of behaviors. You know, what are things that are you doing that distract or cause you to not be as effective? Um, what are those emotions? Maybe you know. Maybe anger, jealousy. You know, like the. You know those things and behaviors. You know, uh, behaviors and then consumption. You know, um, one of the things. Because we we love music so much, and that's one of the debates we're always having about music. And you know, it's like uh, you know, talking to a lot of young kids today. It's like, well, you know, should you should you listen to that artist? And you know, you get a lot of well, I don't think there's anything wrong with secular music, or I don't think there's anything wrong with listening to that. And it's like, well, listening to this artist or that artist. I'm like, okay. So my question is, right, and I've always used this as my measuring state, when it, and I learned this a long time ago, right? When it comes to media consumption, um, and this is the question you ask yourself, uh, is this thing that I'm consuming hurting or helping my relationship with God? So if it's something that's going to potentially hurt your relationship with God, then maybe you shouldn't consume that. Maybe yeah. you shouldn't watch it. Maybe you shouldn't or, listen or, to or it. Or if it's going to shine a bad light as far as, your reflection of God, right? right? So if this is the thing, right? This is always the thing. A lot of this generation, this new generation. And this is just not just with consumption. This is also with right, behavior. No, this is with everything, right? With like they they want to be seen as equal to non-believers, right? But when it's it's not always a good thing when a non-believer says, Hey, you're just like me, right? Because if that right. if that non-believer, like if you know the depths of depravity and sin that that non-believer enjoys 
doing every day. Right. And you're sitting there doing it with them. And and they see you as an equal son. That's not a compliment. Mm-mm. That's not a good thing. Mm-mm. You're not reaching him for the kingdom. They're reaching you for the other kingdom. Yeah. And so you this leads us aside. And this leads us to this third one, which um uh no, uh no, I don't need anything to drink. Jay's getting something to drink. I'm just narrating everything. Jay's getting a glass. Jay's getting water. No. Uh the third the third one. Uh, because it, 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 you know, it all, it all, right. It all flows together. Clean up your thoughts. And this was the hard one. Clean up your thoughts. And this is, um, this is what it's super thirsty. This is what it says. Since spiritual battles, since spiritual battles are ultimately either won or lost in the mind, it's crucial to pay attention to what thoughts you focus on. Your, this is a hard one for me. Your thoughts shape what kind of person you become. If you think unhealthy thoughts, you'll become an unhealthy person. If you think healthy thoughts that reflect God's truth, you become more like Jesus. Regularly pray for the ability to view the situations you encounter as God sees them so you can have the right perspective on them. Every day, ask God to show you which thoughts that enter your mind are unholy and displeasing to him. Whenever you identify wrong thoughts, take action to replace them with right ones. Choose to focus only on thoughts about what is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, or praiseworthy. That's straight from the Bible. Straight from Scripture. Spend time meditating on God's wonderful qualities. The more you think about God, the more peace will enter your mind. I think this is one of those that I know for a fact that me and Jay both deal with, right? We struggle with how we how we talk about ourselves. Listen, how, how we view ourselves. How we talk about ourselves and how we view ourselves. I, I, listen, I'm the worst at it, right? Um <laughs> Uh, one, one, I'm not, not going to argue that. I'm, I'm the, no, I'm not expecting you to. I mean, I had a, uh, I think Marve asked me one time, asked me a question about why I could. Somebody asked me, might have been Marve. Marve tends to ask me questions that make me very uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, but I remember thinking about, I remember saying to this person, I was like, you know, I said, listen, I don't like myself. Right? I don't, I don't like myself very much. And that's why I can't see myself as being A, B, C, or D. Right, because I just I have a dislike for myself. See that those are the thoughts, right? Those are the thoughts that I deal with. Those are the thoughts that I struggle with, right? It all it all stems from the fact I don't like myself very much. I mean, I know I'm a good person. I know I'm a you know I'm a I'm a nice guy. I'm a funny dude. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But because because of how I view myself, and that's the struggle, right? That's probably my number one struggle. It's funny, right? right? Because this I, one and the next one. I have. It's, it's so funny. I don't have bad thoughts of myself, right? Or view myself like negatively or poorly, right? When it's just me, right? right? But when it's when it's in my marriage, right? I'll have bad thoughts of myself on how I feel. Or I think like Magda sees me, right? Or how she considers me. Which is, which I'm wrong 100% of the time. Right. But, you know, a failed marriage will do that to you. Right. Or failed relationships will do that to you. But, and, and also, I have bad thoughts on, or negative thoughts on how I feel other people see me or take me. Right. Like they don't take me seriously because it's me. Right. Like they see me because I'm as from New York. Whatever, <laughs> because it's me. No, it's because, right. like, like, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a lot of things, you know, I mean, our, our our views on ourselves always come from the things that are told to us by other people. 
Right. right? All the experiences that we've had from other people, right? So, uh, like, I, I think I, I expressed this last week, like, when um, when people from the church I grew up in put me through Bible college, whatever, when they tell me stuff, like, when I've always hear, well, you know, you're just a troublemaker. You're just, right. God can't right, you use you. internalize that. God won't you. Yeah, a lot. And then with the marriage, like, my ex-wife, you know, everything was like, oh, well, you know, I don't understand why she's with you or how she's with you because you're a horrible person, you're a horrible husband, right. or like you, you do. So that's why, like on both on both sides, on both sides, that's how I view it, right? Right. And on the marriage part, now I'm wrong 100 percent of the time. I'm still not sure about the other side <laughs> of how of how other people view right. me, especially when I try to do when I try to do so much and I try to help with ministry and whatever, and it's like, um, no. It's like no, no. It's like you know, like, and, and but but it's but it's it's difficult for us. It's difficult for us to see and judge people by their heart when we're dealing with other people. As so, it makes it even more difficult, I believe, for us to like judge ourselves or see ourselves or see our own hearts. Right, right. You know, because you know, hey, God judges. God doesn't judge the out; He judges the heart. But you know, a lot of people say it, but even when they say it, they know they know they're not practicing it. Right? right? Like, right. like remember when, with the whole church plant thing, right? Oh, oh, you've been divorced. Oh, well, we don't know. We don't. You know, we're gonna have to have conversations about that. We're not saying that God doesn't use you, but you know, we still have to have conversations about that. You know, those are those are mixed messages, dude. Right. Like, what you, it's like, what are you saying right now? Right. And, and that's the thing, right? We got to be careful when we say God judges the heart, not the outside, because the word does tell us that, right? What's on the inside is what flows out, right? So we're going to go ahead and, and we're going to go ahead and, and stop right there. We're going to continue this next week because we still got a whole lot to cover. Um, but these these three these three things for us, all of us to maybe to think about for this week, right? Making. Uh, uh, being aware of all the little choices we're making throughout our day. Right. Um, Everything counts. Uh, uh, making sure that we're examining our, the, our behaviors, our emotions, and our consumptions and saying, hey, which of these things do I need to stop doing? Right. And, then, and, and, and it's, not, it's not to completely stop everything. It's just like, you know, bad, replacing bad behaviors with good with behaviors. Good, right. Bad habits with good right. habits. Or, or just completely replacing. Sometimes you've got to completely cut away. Or just, yeah, completely stop. Um, and then the last one is is the third one we talked about was just the uh, your thought shape, what kind of person you become. And so what what kind of thoughts are we gonna are we gonna allow in our heads? And then when those are bad thoughts, and we know those are bad thoughts, are we, how, how how then do we shift those bad thoughts and say, shoo, bad thought, get yeah. away? <laughs> you know, and I, I'm I'm not a I you know I I do like myself because right. God loves me. Right. Th- those kind of things. And so I, and just in case you needed it. The scripture reference that was used in the thoughts is uh, is found in Philippians chapter four verses eight and nine, where it tells us you know to keep our our thoughts on all things that are good, pure, excellent, praiseworthy. Where Paul teaches that it's um you know in case you need to uh, pull it up, write it out, put it somewhere so you can have a daily reminder, yes. a daily reading, all the good things. So thank you. Next week we could continue with this. It's a good conversation. It's a good thing to talk about. Soul uh, Detox on the Overflow Podcast. Soul Detox. Thanks for joining us. Remember, theoverflowpodcast.com. Subscribe and uh, the music, the articles and all that uh, will be there. 
As always, my name is Joaquin. And I'm still Jay. And this is the Overflow Podcast. Thanks for being here with us. We will talk to you next week. Peace.